You down with the thickness? Would he get mad if I climbed up him? Only two ways to find out. Ask him or just do it. Definitely not ask him. Jesus Christ! Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. So, here we are in the ruins of Sumitha. Uh, and we ended on a cliffhanger, if you can believe it. What? Cheryl's not looking so good. And uh, <laughs> he, he took a five-foot step to take a look at this room. Uh, I warned him not to. I told him like ten times, don't do it. And he did it anyway. That's a lie. I, I, I told him to take a five-foot step because he wanted to. I enabled him to uh, get that vital strike, moan of clarity, crit, heavy crossbow right to the face. So Cheryl got hit by a large crossbow, and that crossbow came from the lieutenant-looking Cyclops. I thought I got hit by an arrow. Over there. It was a crossbow bolt. Right after firing that crossbow, she shouted for the other two Cyclopes to charge. And they're about to do that. Not so fast. Why do you say that? Because I got a gold sticker on my character sheet. And that means <laughs> hero point. <laughs> okay. So Cheryl... So that helps me, maybe. So Joe's using a hero point. Are you using that to interrupt the Cyclopes? Yes. Yeah, I take, my, I take another turn. Okay. So you're going to charge at the Cyclopes instead? No, I'm going <laughs> to run away. Yeah, no, I sprint away. I barrel up the stairs. All right. So Cheryl comes... Stumbling up the stairs, looking like he's on death's door, with probably a, a just a giant crossbow-shaped hole somewhere in him. Uh, and right after that, yeah, the Cyclops is going to... It won't be a charge anymore, but he is going to uh, move over to where Cheryl used to be. And I'll say, go, hey, there's a tiger. So he's going to take a swing at, uh, at Ivan. That's a natural one. Natural 20, so that does not confirm as a fumble. And now it is Ivan's turn. Oh, that's convenient. He's right in front of me. Yeah. Let's hit him with the full round bitey claw claw. The natural one on the bite. Right, row. There's a 19 to confirm the fumble. Oh, that does not confirm. Nice. All right. That's a 23 to hit on the first claw. That hits. For 20 damage. It's a 25 to grab him. Yeah, that grabs him. And then. Ooh, get him. The second claw. Yeah, wait, what do you think these are? Octopi? <laughs> is a 28. That hits. And that does 17 damage. Okay. So I'll just sink a claw in and not let go. All right. Cool. Good turn. Devoth, your turn. Uh, I still got a tiger in my way, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, diagonally step uh, from Ivan's bottom corner here to this corner if you really wanted to. Wouldn't be a five-foot step, but you know you can move. And I don't yeah. think you'll get an attack of opportunity because he's grappled. Uh, you can still take a tax opportunity while you're grappled. But I'll have a penalty to it. Yeah, I, yeah I'll do that. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Okay. It's going to easily get me flanked by the other Cyclops, but I need to get in on the action. So, Okay. Um, oh, well, I don't think you can take that attack opportunity because you can't use both You can't use both hands for an attack while you're grappled. That's what I'm saying, and man. And you can't... I just looked it up. You can't swing a two-handed weapon with one hand. I got you. All right. So, yeah, I maneuver my way past him, and I hit with a vital strike. Power attack and all. Of course you do. Uh, it's a 25 to hit. That hits. That is 38 damage. Oh, my God. Wow. That's a red 38, too. Yeah. Well, the 38 because I rolled a 1 on yeah. one of the two D6s for the vicious. And speaking of vicious, I take two, ba- two damage back. Aha. 
That'll get him, Alex. <laughs> His weak point. Playing the slow game. All right, now it is Scram's turn. What do you do? I mean, I guess I could do magic missile. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I think that's probably the smarter thing to do. Uh, Scram will do magic missile. Okay. And that is 17 damage. Okay. How's yeah. that uh, Cyclops looking? He's going to be pretty beat up. Yeah, after after your claws biting into him and a vital strike and a magic missile, he's yeah. got to be looking pretty dead. Not quite, but oh he's definitely getting there. Um, something I've been forgetting to do with these Cyclopes is ferocity. I don't think it mattered too much before this because you guys were really walloping them last time. Yeah, no need to start doing it now either. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's only fair. Uh, so now it is Leon's turn. I believe you are 20 feet above the ground right now. That is correct. I'm going to get onto the ledge. Okay, the ledge is 25 feet up? Yes. Okay. I think it's a move action then to get up there. It's a whole move action? I think as a move action, you can move up to 20 feet vertically. So, 25 feet off the floor. So, does, I think... Does that stack on itself? So, like, one round you went up 20 feet, then the next round you go up to 40 total? Yeah. 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 Okay. But it's one of those. I don't think he can take a five-foot step upwards. Yeah, to get out of the ledge. I don't think you can either. He's going to have to levitate up, you spending the move action, and then get out of the ledge. My thought is, is if my character is 5'8", I'm like, can I just put my foot on the ledge and walk? But you're still below the ledge. Yeah. Your feet are 20 feet off the ground. The ledge so is 25. Foot, okay, so yeah, feet. so my head is... Okay, I got what you're saying. So yeah, you can kind of see over the ledge, but you can't like step onto it. Yeah, you mentally direct the target to move up or down as much as 20 feet each round, doing so as a move action. So anywhere between 5 and 20 feet, it's all a move action. It's a good thing that you are within 30 feet because I'm just going to burst a quick channel heal. All right, cool. So I am going to use my levitate action to move up the 5 feet so on my next turn I can move onto the ledge, and then I'll do channel. I'd say that the movement from the spell doesn't count as, like, moving, moving. So you can move up five feet as a move action, and then you can take a five, make a five-foot step onto the ledge, and then you have a standard action. I'll do that then. That works. Because that puts me on solid ground for next turn and still lets me get off the channel. Yeah. That would be 21 points of healing for Scram and Cheryl. That's at a 20-foot burst? 30. 30. Oh, I think I catch some of that, but I don't need it. Oh, that Cyclops oh. almost gets healed by Leon. Get wrecked, Cyclops. Oh, so close. No sexy healing for you. <laughs> oh, he's exactly 35 feet away from Leon. <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. Nice. Good turn. So now it is Cheryl's turn. Get, Get back, back in, in there, there. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. I'm still super dead. So when's the last time we like, healed? Like, like uh, before rested. we came here? We, yeah, this is your first combat here, for right? the day. Yeah. yeah, this is the first thing we've done today. I've lost so many HP, it's hard for me to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> so I have healing spells, and I'm going to cast one. Okay. Cure moderate wounds. Here it comes. God. 24. I'm the greatest healer of all time. Very no nice. one even comes close. Okay, it is now the Cyclops' turn. Well, does, do you want to move? That wasn't your whole turn, right? Oh. Yeah, that wasn't my whole turn, you big dum-dum. Oh, Definitely going to move. Yeah, get back in there. No, I'm going to move uh, behind the wall like a scaredy cat. Like here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right there. Yeah, I'm going to duck behind that second wall. Okay. <laughs> All right, Cyclops' turn. Uh, the Sergeant Cyclops is going to shout, Fall back! And uh, the 
Grappled Cyclops is going to try to break free. Uh, that's a 38 CMB versus Ivan CMD. Barely. That's a 34. Oh, wow. That was a standard action, correct? Yes. So. Okay. So, so your only option for moving through an enemy's space is acrobatics or an overrun, correct? Yeah, and I think overrun can only be done as part of a charge, right? No, you can do it as part of movement. Oh, can you? Um, you get a plus two doing it on a charge, I think. Oh. Or, no, you actually usually can't do it on a charge because when you overrun, you move past their their space, and a charge, you're supposed to end your movement at their space. Yeah, as a standard action, taken during your move or as part of a charge, you can attempt to overrun your target, moving through its square. Oh, okay. Only half of the Cyclops' space is taken up by Devoth. The other half isn't. So can he just not move from that spot? Unless he wants to acrobatics past me. Yeah, sure. He'll try to acrobatics. Yeah, let's do this. Acrobatics time. Cyclops is known for being very dexterous. 17? No. I was hoping for worse, honestly. (laughs) All right, so he tries to tiptoe past Devoth. Does not work. So falling back doesn't apply to him. And uh, a fog cloud is cast. Devoth, you are at the very edge of the cloud. You're outside of the cloud, and to your left is the fog cloud. Uh, to your to your west. Okay. And you can no longer see the lieutenant or the other cyclops in there. And it is Ivan's turn. Um, how beat up is this guy that was grappling? He's not looking so good. Actually, now that I think about it, he's only up because of the ferocity ability. So he actually couldn't even even made that move action. He's staggered right now. Okay. Can I do non-lethal damage with my natural attacks? Take a minus four. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a full round, and this is going to be with uh, non-lethal damage. Okay. So that's a 28 to hit for 21 damage. That's after the minus four? Yeah, 28 after the minus four. Yeah, that'll hit. That's 21 non-lethal damage. Yeah, he's down. Okay. In case we want to actually question we were just a ghost told us to go to this city and like <laughs> get this thing and we just went to the city and started killing people the idea was we were gonna have to kill everyone here anyway because they were gonna interfere with it being mine so probably the penalty for trespassing is death well maybe we can question nice. him and get a better layout for the city all right so ivan are you doing anything else with your turn because you just oh, for, taken forgot this. it was my turn <laughs> Well, they, they're in a fog, right? Yep. So I can't see them? Nope. I'm going to to there and in turn. There. That is the area of the fog cloud. So, Ivan, you can tell you're at the far end of it now. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Knowing that, I would move me outside of the fog cloud. I thought it was going to be much bigger than that, too. Me too. Is that one Cyclops, like, the top half of him visible? Or you can't see through the fog cloud? Right. You can't see through it. Okay. Um, Devoth, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I guess I will maintain the rage one more time until I know we're clear. And that heals me back up to full. And I will, following the tiger, move through the fog cloud. So yeah, what's on the other side of the fog cloud? This looks like some sort of sparring room, some sort of training room. The far western side, you can see, uh, like three large-sized training dummies. There's like a big mat in the middle of the floor, a big circular mat, and you can see the Lieutenant Cyclops is standing on the northern end of the room and looks, uh, she doesn't look too happy with you. Is that your full turn, turn to off? 
You know what? Uh, no, if I, I move through the fog, and if I still see her there, uh, I will cast Bladed Dash, which will let me run to here, attempting to get between them and the door, and I will take an attack. Uh, power attack. All right. Yeah, that's a 21 to hit. That does not hit. I will Gallant Inspiration. All right. Plus four. That's 25 to hit. That does hit. Aha. So she takes 30 damage. Oh, sorry, real quick. I think Bladed Dash gives me a bonus on my attack roll, so I might not have needed that. So yeah, I get a bonus on my attack roll equal to my Charisma modifier, so the original attack was a 24. That hits. So you did not need Gallant Inspiration. Excellent. Hmm. But yeah, that was still 30 damage to the lieutenant. I do take one damage back. Ha ha. And it is now Scram's turn. You Ooh. see a an incapacitated Cyclops at the bottom of the stairs. Right. I'm going to run up and uh, just kind of take a double move and kind of end right over here. Okay. Sounds good. Leon. And I see through the fog. You try with all your might, but... He's got the lies. ghost mask on. I got, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I see through the fog. Great. So I think both Cyclopses are still there? Yep. Well, that's great. Well, I would be able to see the other one too now. But. Yep. So I'm going to move to the uh, corner by Joe, or by Cheryl, starting down the hallway. And as I get there, I'm going to... Bop with another quick heal. I heal you for 19 points of damage. Yeehaw. And I say, get in there, buddy. So it is now the Cyclops turn. And anyone, uh, I think it's just Scram, who understands what these Cyclops have been saying this whole time. You hear the same voice of authority uh, shout something. And Devoth, you would just hear, uh, you hear it shouting, uh, get this one. And then Devoth sees the lieutenant take a five-foot step to the north. Can I relay that to Devoth? I mean, I feel like Devoth can get some pretty good context of what was just said. Sure. Because yeah. it shouts, rah, 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 and Devoth is now being flanked by the two Cyclops. Okay. But I do get an attack on the... That's true. On the, the, one, yeah. the generic Cyclops provokes... Yeah. 17 to hit. Yikes. Uh, maybe. No. Okay. So first we'll go with the, the Grunt Cyclops, and he hasn't used his Flash of Insight yet. So he's going to do that and power attack. And I'm going to Windy Escape that. Nice. Yeah. All right. So so you're immune to his crit. So he's just going to get an automatic hit. That's 23 damage before damage reduction. So I take 13. Okay. And then the lieutenant is going to take a full attack action. Natural one. Let's see it. Can never have any fun. Uh, 29 to confirm. That does not confirm. Okay. She has two more attacks, though. That's a natural two. 17 to hit. Nope. 24 to hit. Yeah, that one does. All right. So you take 18 damage from her battle axe, and then you take an additional one point of fire damage. Okay, now it is Ivan's turn. Okay, so I'm going to charge over there and take a full round on the lieutenant. All right, so she gets an attack of opportunity. Good fucking luck. Yeah, 27 to hit. Nope. I'll uh, I'll take a full round. Uh, bite, claw, claw, claw. The bite's a 29 to hit. Hold on. You were charging, so your AC was too lower than normal. Does 27 still miss? It should, but Ty doesn't go to the defender. So 27 does hit him, yes. Thanks. So that's 18 damage from the battle axe and an additional one point of damage from fire. All right, so continue with your full attack. So that's a 29 on the bite. That hits. For 22 damage. Is it 21 grapple? Grab? Okay, so it's a 19 plus 4 is, I can do math, 23 to hit? Yeah. 
That's a 17 damage. Okay. 30 to grab. Nope. All right. And then the next. Socorros. The second claw is 30 to hit. That hits. 21 damage. All right. And now it is Devoth's turn. Okay. Maintaining the rage so I get that sweet, sweet healing. And I'm going to full attack and reckless abandon power attack the lieutenant. Okay. So that's a 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. Flanking, because... 25 to hit. Oh, yep. That's 33 damage. Um, and the second one is a, it's a 19, and I will Gallant Inspiration that. Plus 6, that's 25 to hit. That hits. For 30 damage. Oh, my God. You suck so much. <laughs> Did he kill it? Yeah. No, she's dead. Yeah. Suck. All right. It is now Scram's turn. Scram is going to do spontaneous immolation. Okay. 14. Does not pass. Uh, nice. And is on fire. 11 fire. Uh, all right. So spontaneous immolation goes off. The Cyclops seems like he's barely bothered by the fire. Like, like just like takes it like with his forearms as like the fire's coming towards him or something. And like his fires are just like confuego. And like, like his arms just drop down to his sides and he's just ready to go at Devoth. Okay. Well, he's still on fire. He just doesn't care. Uh, Leon, you're up. I'm going to double move to get all the way up to uh, Ivan. Okay, and it is now Cheryl's turn. You have no excuses. Yeah. Well, seeing everyone uh, heal me and then heroically charge in and then be battling, I'm sure I can hear all that. I'm going to go join my comrades with a sweet... Double move gets you right there. <laughs> All right. In, into the fog cloud. I'm going to double move <laughs> into the fog cloud so that I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. I'd like to hope that as you're passing Scram, he's like, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Proceed shout, heedlessly. Scram, be my eyes as I charge into the fog. Forward Fo- to the left. Follow the sound of my voice, Cheryl says to Scram as he enters the fog cloud. <laughs> All right, Cyclops' turn. He's uh he plants his feet and makes his final stand. Swings at Devoth. Natural one. Twenty nine to confirm. Does not confirm. Would have been great if that was one of my rolls. Oh, if only. If only. Seventeen to hit. Uh that should hit because I reckless abandoned. No, seventeen does not hit anyway. Damn it. Ivan, your turn. If I wanted to So like when I charge, what I'm actually doing is a pounce attack. So like I'm jumping. Could I make an acrobatics to try and part of the pounce end up on the other side of the... No. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I'll just move up and full round this sucker. Okay. That's uh, a 22. That hits. Hit for 19 damage. Uh, the claw is going to be 32 to hit. That hits. For 20 damage. And then 29 to hit. That hits. For 17 damage. Why don't you go ahead and give me uh, three CMBs there? Uh, highest one's going to be a 25. Yeah, that'll grapple. Yeah, I'll grab him with a claw. Grab him like right in the soft underarm of his Ooh. swinging arm. All right, Devoth, your turn. Okay, maintain rage, and I'm going to power attack him without reckless abandon. Okay, and full attack. It's a 24 to hit. That hits uh, for 33 damage. Okay, and then a 17 to hit. That misses, except he is grappled. So that oh, hits. Oh, shit. Yay. Nice. Nice. He has to kind of like swerve out of the way. I'm just like, no, you don't. So that's another 28 damage. And he's dead. Ah, perfect. 
So how's everybody's health doing? I look around. How's everybody looking? I mean, Devoth took a couple of shots. He's like not critical, but he could use a little burst. And I'd say Ivan probably looks about the same. But Matt's like, I'm going to stand 31 feet away from that unconscious Cyclops, and I'm going to cast two channels. I'll see how the first one does and see if you even need the second one. 23 on the first one. Uh, that overheals Devoth a little bit, and I think overheals Ivan a little yep. bit too, yeah. hey yo, just one then. <laughs> nice. You have the overheal, right? Not on channel. Not on channel. It okay. doesn't trigger off of channel. That only triggers off of my regular healing spells. So if you get healed over your maximum, you gain temporary, temporary. HP equal to my level. Dude, that's so tasty. Just not on channels. And just then, Cheryl the Barrel comes bursting through the fog, ready to fight. Scram walks into the fog and puts on mage armor. <laughs> <laughs> so where nobody can see you. Exactly. <laughs> So what are we going to do about the sleepy guy? I say we question him. I cast comprehend languages on myself. So the usual benefit to knocking somebody unconscious is you can get them out of the fight without them bleeding out. Unfortunately, this guy was already bleeding out when you knocked him unconscious. He was only conscious because of his ferocity ability. Uh. So he then laid on the floor unconscious and bled out. All right. Fuck trying to be like somewhat smart about this. Give me another one. I'll kill it. <laughs> so, what do you guys do? Search the bodies. Find oh. What do they have on them? Also, detect magic. Okay. Good call. I'm pretty sure the lieutenant at least had like a magic weapon of some sort, because that, th- that shit burned. <laughs> the Cyclopes each have a great axe, a heavy crossbow, and hide armor. The lieutenant's battle axe is just masterwork. Perhaps the uh, the burning sensation came from uh, well, a, a class ability. Came from, just came from her gonorrhea. <laughs> you might want to get yourselves checked out. Just uh, spreads it all over the axe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> her heavy crossbow is also masterwork. Nothing magical, but they've got some fine gear. Kind of. Well, this one at least. Oh, excuse me, her battle axe was, it's a plus one battle axe. Well, this wasn't the way we planned to come in here, but, uh, hey, while we're here, I motioned to the doors behind us. Yeah, I'm not going in first. Me either. I was like, Leon, need the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do I it. I just shake my head no. <laughs> Why don't we just make a silent image and just shove it into that room, have them waste any effect on I'll just, to that. I'll nudge it open with my tiger head. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Like, send an illusion in there, w- make them waste their flash of insight on the illusion, mm-hmm. and then... Where are we going to get an illusion? That's a good plan. I could do that. I think I'm going to make a minor image of you. Huh. Do it. And before we go into this room, I cast Enlarge Person on Devoth. Ooh. He still can't compare to my girth. Make him as big as you want. I'm also going to sprinkle in a moment of greatness in there as well. I'm also going to cast a Wrathful Mantle on myself before we go in. Nice. What does that do? It surrounds me in shimmering light, so I I glow like a torch. Um, I get a plus one to all um, saving throws uh, per four caster levels, so right now it's a plus two. On my turn, as a swift action, I can can basically blow up the light force around me to deal 2d8 damage to all creatures in five feet. Nice. So that's like an on-demand cloak of resistance that can blow up. Including your friends, though? 
Yes, anyone within yeah. five feet of him. But I control when it goes off. Okay, so um, what do you guys do next? Yeah, sounds like we're going to creak that door open and Leon's going to send a minor image of Devoth walking into the room. Yep, that's exactly it. Before he does that, uh, I'm going to use the mnemonic vestments that I haven't used and totally didn't forget about till right now to cast a mirror image on myself. All right, so door opens. Pseudo Devoth goes running in. He doesn't make noticeable speech, but I am having him growl and yell and snarl like a maniac. <laughs> you don't hear any other sounds coming from the room. I'm going to look. The room is empty. It almost looks like a like a buffer room between this room and the next one. I'll look back at the group. and This room's empty. Let's go. All right. And try and repeat the process with the next one. Yep. All right. Open that door and gibbering, frothing Devoth runs into the next room. You hear the, the, the surprised shout of a cyclops. He says, we're under attack. Uh, Scram. Scram understands. He says, we're under attack. I'm going to look to the group. Okay. Should I bring him? Should I make Devoth retreat in here so we can ambush him? That's worth a shot. If they're not going to immediately like swarm onto him or something, that's worth a shot. Okay. I'm going to attempt to make Devoth, like, pseudo-Devoth, go and run away. Okay. Uh, so you hear, we're under attack. And then De- Devoth comes back into uh, towards you guys. And then you hear, wham, followed by uh, like, a, like a shout of, of pain from the same Cyclops. Oh! Giant Devoth will look up to the door and kind of like peek into the room and see what's going on. You see five dead Cyclopes on the floor. One Cyclops, having just gotten up, just got slammed by Cowie. <laughs> oh, nice shit. It looks like this was like their bunk room. And when you guys floated up or climbed up or however you got up to that balcony, Cowie couldn't follow you. So he went in the front the front, front door, door. <laughs> invisible and all sneaky like and found them all sleeping and just coup de grace them one by one. Uh, and he was about to do that for the sixth one when, De- when Devoth came in and started Oops. snarling. <laughs> I dismiss pseudo Devoth. <laughs> <laughs> This is probably going to be a simple fight, so uh, let's just keep the same initiative as last time. All right, so up first is Ivan. I'll go against what I want for the the smart play, and I'll just charge the guy and attack him. All right. It's a 31, no, 35 on the bite. That hits. For 21 damage, then a 27, no, a, well, it hits on the first one, it's a 31 as well. That hits. And then that's 18 damage. And then a 33 to hit. That hits. For another 21 damage. Give me the CMBs. He definitely got hit by the last one. It's a 34, I think. Okay, that definitely grapples. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Devoth, you're up. All right. Giant Devoth is going to walk up and behind Ivan, that guy. I think that'll flank with Cowie. Yep. And Devoth is going to Vital Strike with his enlarged Great Axe. These poor Cyclops. They're just fucking, they're just living their lives. Uh, I'm not going to inspire Rage. So he's got that going for him. So that's a 17 to hit. That is a miss. Is that including flank? Yeah. 
Also, oh, oh he's grappled. Oh. oh yeah, that hits. Ha! Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, wow. huge dividends tonight on that. I was Oof. like, I feel like I feel like he had another plus two in there somewhere. So he takes uh, thirty-seven damage. Fuck you. 37 damage. He rolled three ones on it. Yeah, that, that's a really shitty enlarged vital strike. <laughs> He's super dead. He went from <laughs> ferocity. He went from no ferocity ticked to dead. <laughs> and Devot takes one damage back from the vicious. Well, shut up, man. Do you need me to heal that? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love rolling a one for that. It's it's so satisfying. Seriously. <laughs> so Cowie uh, kind of gives you guys a nod. He says, uh, I was making my way to, uh, to your end of the battle, but I figured my time was better spent in here snapping their necks. I would say that was a good call. I say we uh, move along real quick while we have these uh, temporary, sh- like... Before we bounce, what is the room like that I'm standing in? That first room that we burst into that had no enemies. It, it, it? So it was basically just like a, like a buffer room. It's just an atrium. Yeah. yeah. Nothing of interest? Correct. Okay. Onward and forward. Doesn't even have a letter or number on the map. Oh, that's real unimportant. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, onward to the north, I guess. The room you're currently in. Oh, fine. Uh, beyond the double doors of this wide portico lies a huge chamber, only weakly illuminated by giant lamps suspended overhead. Very large sleeping sleeping pallets cover most of the floor space, and two more sets of double doors lead north and south. So, now you're moving on to the north? Yep. Okay, so you guys walk through the double doors to the north, and you see another, what looks like, antechamber. Another, like, buffer room? Another buffer room with some double doors on the north end of that room. You got any more of those images? Sure, I can do that. Let's give it a shot. I conjure up another Devoth. Is Cowie just following us, or does he just go invisible again? Cowie goes invisible again. So, uh, you send... Defroth into the room, <laughs> and you hear a incredibly loud roar in response to his entrance. Oh, followed by like thud, 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 thud. The sound of these footsteps and like the spacing between them hints at very large strides. The thudding footsteps. And about where the defroth has made its way into the room, as if to attack it. Is there a chance I might recognize this creature by its roar? Uh, give me a knowledge local or nature check. 27. I can't get higher than that, so I'm not going to bother. I rolled an 8. <laughs> yeah, I could nat 20 and not beat that roll. Knowledge is not where Deval shines. <laughs> we know. <laughs> the roar itself isn't anything... As of a giveaway, and in fact, that check isn't quite enough to, to like actually identify it. But actually, yeah, that just barely identifies it. Uh, like mind. if you were looking at it, but you could probably make an educated guess that based on where you are, what you've been fighting, and the size of what this creature sounds like, uh, is probably a. A cyclops. A, probably a cyclops. Specifically, a great cyclops. Mm. It's like uh, the owl bear of cyclops. Basically, like a dire cyclops. Oh. These cyclopes are the size of Cowie. And uh, that's pretty much all you know about them. You've studied them as 
like a theoretical creature, something that has definitely existed in the past, but it's unclear if there are still any around. Oh my god, that might that might be a great cyclops. I gotta see this. I open the door. Oh my god. So yeah, he uh he's where the illusion of defroth is and is just like looking at it like hmm? Does it look amazing? It's a pretty it's a pretty awesome sight to behold. Um <sighs> he actually gets a a will save versus the illusion. Thirty one. Wowzer, yeah, he passes. Okay. Leon, you peek in and this misshapen but incredibly muscular humanoid has a single huge bloodshot eye set under a short jagged horn on its brow. He carries a giant great club that is basically a tree. And uh, he seems to kind of like jerk his head a little bit as he misbelie- disbelieves the illusion. And then he looks into the room beyond and sees you guys. <laughs> he sees Leon poking his head. Let's get new initiative rolls. Leon. 26. Ooh. Uh, Cheryl. A 17 for Cheryl. Scram. A 12. Ivan. 6. Devoth. Uh, 15. All right, Leon, you are up first. I'm going to nestle myself into the middle of that sweet, sweet group and cast Blessing of Fervor. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's a bit of a chunky one, so hold on one second. On each of your rounds, you get to choose one. Increase your speed by 30 feet. Stand up as a swift action without provoking. Make one extra attack as part of a full attack action using its highest base attack bonus. Gain a plus two bonus on attack rolls and a plus two dodge bonus to AC and reflex saves. Cast a single spell of second level or lower as if it were an enlarged, extended, silent, or still spell. It lasts for one round per level. Love, blessing of fervor. That is really awesome. By love, I mean hate. All right, uh, it is now Cheryl's turn. Get in there. Oh, man. At full health, you're all buffed up. Get he in there. It's like he could swat me like a fly. So Cheryl can actually charge to this guy without increasing his speed. Yeah, uh, instead of doing that and getting totally murder face, I'm going to cast Shield Other on Devoth. Oh, very smart. And I'm going to say, all right, Devoth, this is your time to shine. Get in there. So yeah, if if you, you that extend was it. that was the second level lower, you could cast it as an extended. Oh yeah, man, spell. extendo shield other go. Although I think it, shield others already one hour per level, so so it'll last forever. It. Yeah, so you got that shit all day, and extend I believe doubles the duration. And I can still move, right? Yeah, get in there. I'm gonna like no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna move up to the door, but not through the door because right. that scares me. All right, then with that, it is Scram's turn. Uh, Scram will do, oh shit, he should probably do Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt! Pick your blessing. Right through Cheryl. And I will, well, take a five foot step. Okay. Sideways. I'm going to choose the AC. Yeah, Lightning Bolt's a third level spell or else I'd say enlarge that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Lightning Bolt. All right. Cyclops has got to make a reflex save. 14. Does not make it. Okay. And it takes... However, Scram, give me a caster level check versus spell resistance. So just roll a d20 and add 9. 18. There you go. That matches. Yes, let's go! Nice. If it hadn't, that lightning bolt would have just fizzled against the Cyclops. Oh my god. 
So he fails his reflex save. How much electricity damage doth he take? 35. Nice. Very nice. Uh, up next, Devoth. All right. Uh, Devoth is going to inspire a rage, and then he's going to use a standard action to move into the room. <laughs> I'm going to take the plus two to uh, attack rolls, uh, AC, and, and reflex. Good call. Ivan. Can I charge? No. Is that because Scram's in my way? It's because... It's because there's a door and he's... Yeah, you're not lined up with the door okay. in the right way. You could take the increase your speed by 30 feet and just walk up to him this round, but... Yeah, you could take a move action with Blessing of Fervor and be close enough to him to attack him. But that's also going to let him full attack you on his turn. That's why I stayed back here. Make he him hates, come to me. He hates doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold the Voth, but on the other side of the doorway. Okay. And I'll take the plus two armor from uh, the Blessing. All right. And I'll just eat my standard turn. All right. Uh, actually, ready in action, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, I'll ready in action that if he comes up towards Devoth, that I will bite him. Okay. He's going to charge at Devoth. So, that's technically a charge. Ten feet. Uh, I'm going to windy escape this. <laughs> okay. Um, that's a 38 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Oh, my God. So, Devoth is windy escaped. And oh, I got my mirror got... images up. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. All right. How so many? I'm not going to Windy Escape that. I'm going to trust the mirrors. Okay. Uh, I forgot about those. How many Devoths total do we have? Is that including mine? <laughs> <laughs> um, there are four images plus myself. So I'll roll D D6. I'm going to ignore the six, and Devoth is a one. Uh, he hits a mirror. Love that spell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it disappear. Leon's turn. Um, oh, sorry. So oh. when he charges at Devoth, uh, he is like doubled over. And by the way, uh, his feet, if you notice with the with the image, are like hooves. So when he charges at Devoth, he is like doubled over like, like a freaking like, goat man, like horn first and just goes for a gore uh, on Devoth, but hits a mirror, unfortunately. I summon a spectral entity of pure force wielding... A fucking Warhammer. I'm going to cast Spiritual Ally behind this thing. Nice. Is that within range? Oh, yeah. As medium. Nice. So he's going to make an attack against this thing. Sure. Does a 19 hit? Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't hit. So the Spiritual Ally misses, and that's my turn. Actually, I'm going to stand off to the side a little. Move there. Okay. I'm going to tuck myself a little bit behind that door. Alrighty. Cheryl, you're up. All right. Bum rush this fucker. Bull rush him. Shove him backwards. <laughs> What? <laughs> that can't possibly be good advice. This is my first instinct. Am also, I able to turn invisible and get behind this guy? Not Dude, in one have, turn, but yeah. Not with fervor. You can get pretty close. Mm -hmm. You can get pretty close. If you cast a spell like invisibility, yeah. and then you try to get behind him, yeah. you can get to either this square or this square. Oh, those are pretty close. You won't be directly behind him, but you'll be on the other side of him. Yeah, I'm going to go invisible. I don't want to get one shot. Okay. And I'm going to go to the top left of him. All right. So you cast invisibility, and then... You'd have to use fervor to increase your move speed. Fervor, increase my move speed, and shuffle over behind him, ready to strike next turn with a powerful Cheryl blow. All right. 
Ready to book the shit out of them. Yeah. All right, Scram. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> scram. Shock and grasp. Go. Can I, uh, can I use fervor on uh, magic missile? I don't think it'll have any benefit. Because actually can, the... Yeah, you can empower a magic missile. Or no. Enlarge, extended, silence, still. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it wouldn't do anything. Yeah, and I uh, thought I, I saw enlarge, and I thought empower, but enlarge just I think increases the area. Yeah, which doesn't matter. Yeah, so no, it wouldn't do anything for a magic missile. Okay, um, I'm still getting a magic missile this fool. Okay, we have to retcon a quick roll for me because your creature had spell resistance, and that affects spiritual ally. Ah, good call. So a d20 plus your caster level. Yeah, same for you, Scram, for magic missile. Ah, nice roll. That's a 14, homie. Oh, spiritual ally fades away. Nope. <laughs> Did not make it. Natty won. Ooh. All right. It's good to have spell resistance. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> this is brutal. All right. Now it's Devoth's turn. All right. I'm going to take the fervor that lets me take an extra attack. Of course you are. I'm going to five-foot step. Of course you are. And, yeah, full attack. Yes. Of course you are. I'm going to power attack and reckless abandon because I don't think it matters what my AC is. He's going to hit me either way. So a penalty is not going to really hurt. So, yeah, that's a 28 to hit. That hits. Does 31 damage. Uh, then a 22 to hit. That misses. Uh, I'll gallant it. Okay. Plus four is a 26 to hit. That misses. Wow. Uh, and then the fervor attack is a 32 to hit. That hits. For 28 damage. Ouch. Ouch. You can feel a good chunk of... Uh, your damage getting absorbed by this Cyclops's uh, tough hide. Yeah, actually, I I think you're supposed to like just blatantly say there's damage reduction anytime you're hitting a creature that has damage reduction. And I kind of forgot to mention this. Every Cyclops you fought has had damage reduction. Didn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, Nick. <laughs> uh, with the exception of the lieutenant. But yeah, you guys, you don't know for sure about great Cyclopes, but you know that generic Cyclopes don't have damage reduction. Well, it's a great Cyclops. So I'm sure it's not weaker than the regular one. But all the ones, all the regular Cyclops we've been fighting in here have had it? Yes. Okay. So these are not normal Cyclops. Completely. Yes. So that was Devoth's turn. Uh, yep. Ivan, you're up. Uh, I'm going to charge this guy. Okay. That'll provoke. Yep. I'm going to take for... The blessing this round it's probably gonna hit me either way so i'll take the additional attack all right 28 to confirm it actually doesn't because i have a 29 entire form but you're charging ah. oh that's right i'm charging ah. all right so before yeah uh before i roll matt uh this is a bludgeoning crit a bludgeoning crit this is called cracked rib i'll say normal damage oh thank boy, matt i knew you could do it nice and 1d3 con damage. I mean... And target is fatigued. Okay. If I live, it's worth it. Yeah. All that means you're not <laughs> going to die right this second, so... Okay. Uh, normal damage, 39. <laughs> Nothing. And 1d3 con, 1. Ooh. All right. And fatigued. All, all right. right. So, Ivan, continue with your... Pounce. Um, uh, your glorious charge. So you got Rage, you got your Wild Shape on. Do you want a Reckless Abandon? Yeah, because I feel like this guy was hard to hit. It's a 29 hit. Yes, it does. It's going to be 21 damage. Uh, is it 25 hit? 
No. Or, I'm sorry, a 24 hit? No. Does a... The first one doesn't hit. Well, the first one's a net one. 35. Okay, that doesn't confirm. Um, And then does a 26 hit? No. And yeah, that's going to be my turn. Okay. So the Cyclops is going to tur- return his attention to Devoth. Thank God. <laughs> 35 to hit? Yeah, that hits. All right, you have two mirrors left. Three. Three? Plus, yeah, three mirrors. Roll on a d4, and a one will hit Devoth. That's a two. All right. All right. 27 to hit? Uh, 27 hits. Okay. Yes. Roll on a d4, ignoring the four, one hits Devoth. Ignoring the four. That's a two. Yeah, one more mirror left. And he's got one more great club swing left. <laughs> That's a natural one. Nice. Nice. Confirm that. Natural 20. <laughs> this is the one he might have confirmed, too, because it's his third attack. <laughs> yep. And uh, then he's going to end it with a gore. It's a natural two uh, for a 15. Does not hit. Okay. Doesn't uh, miss your AC by five? <sighs> no. So that's my last mirror gone. Uh, and now it is Leon's turn. I'm going to move up to that poor injured kitty, and I'm going to cast Cure Critical Wounds. Okay. Thank you. That is Awful healing. What'd you get? 25. All right, Cheryl, you're up. You're currently flanking with uh, Ivan. Yeah. Time to emerge from the shadows and book this guy. Use your moment of ogre hell. Use your moment of greatness. Moment of greatness does what for me? It would add a plus two to your attack. You're already getting a plus four from flanking because of your outflank. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you could use some blessing of fervor. To add another plus two or get another attack. And yeah, be, I want to get another attack. And it'll be flat-footed versus your first attack. Yeah. But you could use Moment of Greatness on a damage roll. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Let me know before you make the damage roll, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll do it on my first one. Okay. Because I'm coming out from invisibility, being like, you know, essentially sucker-punching him. So that'll add another four to his damage if he hits? Yeah. Yep. Well, first With time you hit. Grimoire, Bane. Uh... It's st- Bane Giant will still apply to him. Yeah, Bane Giant. All right. A reminder, elemental attacks, you can add 1d6 of elemental damage to all of your attacks for one round. Oh, I, shit. I from my rage. I do that. Rage? Once, what doesn't that thing do? Once per rage, you can do that. And well, I keep forgetting about it, too. everything into this first attack. I'm coming out of invisibility, just trying to literally like knock this guy out in one swift booking. Looking I forward to that I do one. energy damage, too, with my attacks. Yeah. All right. So, Cheryl, what's your attack roll? Uh, if the if he wants to take the fifteen on the first one, that's a total of uh, forty one. Yeah, forty one. Lord, yeah, that hits. Yeah, get hit. Okay, how much damage does he deal? Uh, twenty four. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that including the moment of greatness extra plus four? No. So twenty eight. Yes. Yep. Plus three of an element of your choice. Ooh, what are my choices? It's fire, cold, electric, acid, and I think acid. Yeah. I'm going to make it chilly up in this bitch. I'm going to hit him with the cold. The cold hard truth of the book. <laughs> <laughs> the cold hard truth of Phrasma's word. <laughs> yeah. We're serious. All right. Yeah, and then I start to do a flurry of blows on this dude with right. my book. Uh, the cold doesn't seem to bother him, by the way. Whatever. Phrasma's still pissed. All right. Uh, keep making those those book rolls. Yeah, 35. That hits. For 26 bludgeoning. Okay. 39. That hits. For 27 bludgeoning. And I'm not done with him yet. I like how you're, five, you occupy a five foot square. You're just like banging on his shin with your book. Deal massive damage. <laughs> All right. You, uh, you have another one? 
No, I don't think so. No, I didn't think so either. <laughs> Solid turn, though. Uh, Scram, you're up. Top that. <laughs> I really can't. I mean, everything I've already kind of given out, uh, I guess at this point, I take out my wand of magic missile, and I start trying to ping him with that. Okay. So, caster level check? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, d20 plus one. 19? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Don't you add your level, too? Not, Not on a wand. The caster level is one. Okay. Four. Okay. Bing. Boop. From 70 to four. <laughs> I already did 35 to him. I'm fine. Devoth. All right. Uh, Devoth's going to keep the same one using the Blessing of Fervor to get the extra attack. Okay. Uh, and this is yep, maintaining rage, power attack, reckless abandon, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So the first attack is a 36 to hit. That hits. For 28 damage. Uh, and then a 29 to hit. That hits. Uh, I'm going to moment of greatness the damage to make it a 33. And the last attack is a 21 that I am going to gallant inspiration to make it a 30 to hit. Hits. For another 28 damage. Oh my god, this thing's still fucking up. He's getting lumped up though. (laughs) How's this beast looking? He looks like he's staggered. Nice. And I also take 13 damage back after healing 8 from my ability. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ivan. Yeah, I'm going to take the extra attack. Let's uh, power attack, reckless spanning, full round. On this guy. That's a 28 to hit. That hits. For 26 damage. That's a 26 to hit. That misses. Uh, That's a 32 to hit. That hits. For 24 damage. And a 25 to hit on the last attack. That misses, but the attack before killed him. That's right. Yeah! Let's go! (laughs) Great Cyclops got nothing on us. I'm going to cast another heal. Does everybody (laughs) need some healing? Um, I could use a touch more. Yeah, I mean, I could use a touch. I'm... Channel. Okay. Oh, after after Ivan went, he was gonna he was gonna wail on a non mirror image Devoth. Finally. <laughs> yeah. I have a question real quick. Yeah. Is it possible for him to hit Devoth so hard that I die? Um, <laughs> With Shield Other? Like is that a thing that is even possible? Like, I mean regardless of like, probably not if both of you have full health. Uh-huh. But, like, that can happen. Uh, but, yeah, if, you, if you've if you already taken some damage yeah. and someone just keeps wailing on Devoth, you're going to really just keep taking damage. I was really worried about that for a second. Like, that was... Sure, oh, charge that's it. Right. I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's like, right, because that shield other, like, take, like, half of my damage goes to you instead, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Devoth's like, yeah, I'll just stop power attack and reduce my AC <laughs> and, like, get just up in his like, face. Na- I'm biting like, his nails oh over here. <laughs> yeah, if... If Devoth didn't have that mirror image on, uh, shield other was probably all that was going to, like, save his life. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm really glad I remembered I have mirror image. You lucked the <laughs> fuck out with those mirrors. So God lucky. damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's Devoth's shtick. Yeah. <laughs> Get lucky at the game and who cares about tactics. You guys heal 17. Yep. Nice. That fills us both up. We were the only ones that took damage. Uh, detect magic. The Cyclops. The Cyclops's club is a plus one weapon. Uh, plus one great club. And he has two magical potions on him. Uh, they're both potions of cure serious wounds. And he also, his hide armor is also plus one. All right. So after exploring the room a bit, you will see that there are technically three exits to this room. 
Including the one we came in from? Uh, that's an entrance mat. <laughs> entrance only. You're an entrance. Yeah, sorry. So there's four ways out of this room. One is back where you came. There are, once you get up to, like, the northern half of this room, it kind of, uh, there's, like, a an extension off to the east, uh, and there's a set of double doors leading out to the southeast, and a set of stairs leading directly south, but they are both blocked by rubble. Oh, excuse me, there's five exits to this room. So you got the one all the way to the south where you came from. The stairs leading south, blocked by rubble. The double doors to the southeast, blocked by rubble. There is a just an open hallway, straight north, like lined up with the columns, uh, that is also blocked by rubble. And then there is a set of double doors, also on the north side of the room, but more off to the side, that is not blocked by rubble. So there used to be five ways out of this room. Uh, accounting for rubble, there's two. South, the way you came, and north. Uh, with the rubble, is that? does it look like it's completely collapsed? Like, you know... You could clear it out. It would take a long time. If I use the Fabricate spell, would I be able to... Or make hole? Make hole's not going to really do anything. Fabricate? I mean, you could turn the rubble into something else that's made out of the same rock. Right. Yeah. How long it, does that take you to cast? It how, takes me around. It's a standard uh, action cast, yeah. And how how big of an object? I believe can it's, you affect I don't, nine square feet. I think no, not with fabricate. Uh, oh, it's I thought actually it was like one square foot per level. I think it's nine square feet if it's precious metal. <clears throat> no, fabricate is a fucking bitch. It is pounds per level, not. Oh, it's pounds. Yeah. Then you, it's going to take you several. If that's the case, it'll take you several castings because it's a lot of fucking rubble. Yeah, target up to 10 cubic feet per level. Um, if you're working with a mineral, which that would be up to Alex whether the stone is considered a mineral or not, the target is reduced to 1 cubic feet per level instead of 10. Okay. No. Yeah, 10, uh, ten cubic feet per level. I'm counting up the rubble. The rubble to the north you could not clear out with one casting. Uh, it's taking up a large area. I do have two castings of it. You use two castings of Fabricate? Well, he's saying he has two castings. He's asking if that would be enough to clear that northern door. You don't really know. Okay. You can't, from your vantage point, you can't see how much rubble. Okay. So if I is. feel like it's like kind of beyond my capabilities, I'll, I'll do the other door. Or I'll, I'll actually go to the group and see, like, hey, do you want me just to see... Uh, if I can just kind of like skip over some stuff and just kind of fabricate a hallway here. Yeah, how thick are the walls? Can he just fabricate a door for us to walk through? Fabricate doesn't work that way. Yeah, you can't uh, just turn a wall into something else. It has to be like just loose gathered stuff. Whatever. You'd have to excavate it first and then use the raw materials to turn it into something else. Yeah. Basically, like, if it's something that's already providing some sort of function, like a wall is holding up a ceiling, you can't fabricate it. Yeah. If it's just, like, loose material that you find, you can then turn it into something else. I have nothing that would help us get through rubble. That is not my shtick. Yeah. Um, I'll remind you, there is a way... You can go through the double doors to the north. You just can't take the hallway. Yeah. So, I mean... I can progress. That's probably our next area, like... I mean, we don't need to use those right now because sure. the door to the south is, or like the, the stairway to the south, 
I'm sure we've seen the balcony from the outside and could probably reasonably guess that's just where that goes. Yeah, um, especially with um, the amount of rubble blocking the stairway, it's minimal. In fact, I'd even say that you could climb over. It you could climb over that rubble. It'll it take you like a couple rounds to traverse it. But yeah, you can just look down. You can see the stairs going down to a balcony, which you remember seeing from the outside, uh, and you can see it on the map uh, and the the bottom end of the stairs. Yeah, and the southeast door we can presume leads outside because we've seen it from the other side. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's not some place that we need to get to right now. So we can always do that later and just hold on to the spell for now in case we need to get something out of the way later. Right. So what do you do? So I guess we uh, check out this northern door. All right. So you go to the other side of the doors and you're in kind of like another antechamber, but this one opens up to the west to your left and you immediately see the rubble that like the other side of the rubble so there you go would have been a a, a silly use of uh fabricate uh but you had no way to know i guess from there it's just like a very long hallway that leads north and then like curves around uh to the right uh after a while several statues and two ornate runic circles stretch along this rubble strewn hall Several exits have been blocked by a cave by cavens, but a single open passage, its dusty floor marked with giant-sized footprints, leads eastward. Uh, the runic circles you may recognize from the basement of the abandoned fort. Are there more than one? Yes. Would we know? Do they both lead back to the fort, or are these like two different locations? You're not sure. Well, either way, we know the one in the fort is misaligned, so. It would stand to reason that stepping into one of these would be a bad idea. So yeah, this this room is kind of like like dog legged. Mm-hmm. Like it goes up and around like the top of the map that we can see so far. Yes. What do the statues look like? Like cyclops, but oh. naked, but totally naked, Just giant stone dongs. That's kind of cool that they do their own stonework and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do they have the rubies in the eyes? No. Oh, there is like in the. The tippity top left hand corner of this room, uh, northwest, is that cave in, caved in hallway. It's just like overfilled with rubble. Sure. It's the edge. It's it's the edge of the the draw distance. I'm gonna cast detect that. magic. Okay. You would read conjuration magic from both of those circles. You can give me a knowledge arcana or spellcraft check. Can I assist on that? Uh, or can I do my own? Yeah, you can do your own. I got a 38. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, these are two teleportation circles. You know that the the circle on the southwestern end of the room leads back to where you know the fort is, and the one on the northeast end of the room leads over here. Uh-huh. I'm going to share that with Devoth and the group. Okay. Okay. That the other one would lead somewhere that is like the west of here. Yeah, like the the west end of the raised portion of the island. Okay. Place that you guys have not gone to yet. Does that does that mean I'm fairly confident that these circles are not busted? You're you can with what did you get on your on your roll? A 38. Yeah. Uh so you can tell that neither circle is currently functioning. Uh you know that the one that leads to the fort is likely because the one at the fort is misaligned. You have no idea why the one 
that leads to the west end of the island might be uh, not working. Unfortunately, these ones are both also probably not trustworthy until we fix them. That makes sense. And, oh, like, right in the middle of, like, the horseshoe that is this hallway is a set of double doors that leads to the uh, the north end of the valley outside. Okay, so we could, like, leave... We could leave Sumitha this way. Yeah. Like, you can see those double doors on the map, just barely. There's some there's some rubble blocking the doors, but given time, you can uh, you can traverse it. Okay. Is that the only other way out of this room was, like... You can you can continue to the east. Like the hallway just extends yeah, we'll for a ways. Keep taking a look over that way. All right, that hallway leads from like the like the the intersection, like the middle of of that hallway, like right between the two teleportation circles. It's probably like a hundred feet or more of a stretch to the east to get to the next room. And the domed ceiling of this chamber rises eighty feet overhead. In the center of the hall, a 30-foot-high egg-shaped structure stands on the floor. Stone stairs climb the side of this domed structure, ending before a stone wall chiseled to resemble an immense eye, circled with strange runes glowing with an eldritch light. The stairs and eye are mirrored on the opposite side of the dome. Tiny stars roil across the top of the structure, their light projecting strange constellations on the ceiling overhead. Much of the northeast corner of this chamber lies in ruin, collapsed by obvious cave-ins. But three other exits remain. Doors to the east and west and a corridor leading southeast. Are we in a fucking planetarium for Cyclops? So I'm super interested about this egg-shaped thing with the lights coming out of it. I'd like to investigate it further. All right. You can uh, go and take a look next week. Oh, no. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. Oh, also, everybody nice. levels up. Oh my god! See ya, see ya! See ya! Nice!